to me, life without God is worthless. It's meaningless. And so it hurts to see people, myself included, struggle with God. The chances are you never really will understand until you've been broken. And that's where the beauty of this friendship is, because there is wholeness in being broken by God and being broken by grace. Welcome to the Broken by Grace podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Broken by Grace podcast. Welcome to the first episode of the Broken by Grace podcast. I am super, um, I'm a lot of supers today. I'm super excited. I'm super happy. I'm super honored. I'm super humble. Um, I'm really humbled to be doing this. Uh, this is, um, anytime I, you know, anytime I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate to speak about the gospel and speak about God, I'm really always um, very humbled because, I mean, who am I? Who is any man, really? Um, to be able to speak about God and speak about, you know, like to speak about the word of God, like, it, it, it's like, you, yeah, when I think about the word of God, I'm just like, wow, this is a, like, this is a lot, man. It's, 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 it's always an honor. It's always a privilege. Um, and I'm super happy to have started the first episode of this podcast. Um, for me, this is, this is like a dream come true, but it's also like a calling or like an obedience, um, like a response to obedience because um, I don't think anybody just um, wakes up and says they want to um, do a faith-based podcast. I don't think anyone should. Um, I feel like those leadings only come as a direct instruction from God, as is the case with this uh, particular podcast, you know, because God has been speaking to me um, for quite a while now, I should say, um, about doing this, and I feel like yeah, I don't feel um, I, I I have faith that this is the right thing to do. This is the right time to do it as well. So, um, welcome to the first episode of the podcast. Um, shameless plug. I actually have another podcast. So, right, this whole podcasting thing is it's kind of new, but it's not new to me. Shameless plug. I have another podcast in the um, society and culture section on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to your podcast, and it's called the Unsaid Podcast. The Unsaid Podcast is just a it's a it's a um it's just like a social it's a it's a podcast that i used to address social and cultural issues in our society um and i do that because um i believe that one of the mandates that god has given me as an individual is not to only speak to the gospel to people that are to the people that are within or to people that are without what that means is not to just speak to believers but to people who are not believers yet we pray that everyone becomes a believer that's our prayer um but we then take the principles of the gospel and then we then try and impose them again principles we then try and impose them in our society and use them as a as an avenue to impact culture in a positive way so that's what i do with that podcast where you know we talk about paradigm shifts and you know just talk about veering away from society as we know it and being open having vulnerable conversations honest conversations so yeah shameless blog check out the unsaid podcast subscribe um as you do subscribe and share this particular podcast which is the broken by grace podcast so yeah on today's episode um i'm gonna be speaking about salvation now salvation is something that everyone 
um, that's probably a Christian, that everyone that's a Christian probably has come across, right? And when we speak about salvation, what we think about is how Jesus Christ died on the cross and, you know, he gave his life up for us and all of that. And that really is the basis. That's the foundation for salvation. So that is very, 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 very accurate. Um, the Bible tells us in John chapter 3, verse 16, sorry, just a, just by the way, on this podcast, um, I will make a lot of reference to scriptures because um, I do not believe that we can say anything against but just for the truth. So again, that's not the scripture. <laughs> but basically, I just believe strongly that everything that I say has to be backed by scripture. So if we think about salvation, right? For me, well, for all of us, really, salvation, we just think about Jesus Christ and of the cross. In John 3, 16, the Bible says, you know, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Um, in Romans chapter 10, verse 10, the Bible then tells us that for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So we know that salvation is us believing with our hearts that Jesus Christ died on the cross and that on the third day he was raised up from the dead. And now because of all that happened, because of that process, um, anyone who believes on that and who says that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior has been saved. Now, to understand this, you need to understand that we are a tripartite being. Tripartite just means three in one, more or less, right? It means that there's three parts to every individual. And what and what that means is, basically, um, it means we have a spirit, soul, and body. So we are spirits. We are, we are actually spirits. We are spirits. We have a soul, and we live in a body. So... When we are saved, what's actually saved is our spirits. Our spirits are saved when we're saved. And that means that our spirits have now, we no longer, like Paul says, we no longer are subject to the law of death, but we are subject and we are we have been saved by the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. I probably will explain that in another podcast. Um, but what that means is that our spirits have been saved. So now we accept Jesus Christ. As our lord and our savior and our spirits get saved so we no longer go to hell we now go to heaven that's confirmed the moment you accept jesus christ as your lord and savior you are going to heaven well again that's dicey because it's more complicated than that but another story for another day let's just say once you get saved and you believe in jesus christ you're going to heaven guaranteed all right let's just leave it that way for now for the sake of simplicity however your soul has not been saved. Your soul is made up of your will, your mind, and your emotions. So your soul has not been saved. And of course, your body has not been saved. And this is why salvation is more than just giving your life to Christ where your spirit is saved. Because your soul also needs to be saved. And your body also needs to be saved. Now, what does your soul being saved look like? Your soul being saved means that your will which is your own human element, your will, your desire to do things is no longer subject to just what you want or subject to your circumstances. It means that your will is actually now being subject to what God wills, to God's own will. That's why Paul says, I will not have you ignorant of I would not have you ignorant of what the will of God is. He wants us to know that there, God actually has a will. The Bible says that it is him that causes us to will and to do. 
So there is actually a salvation of our souls, of our wills in particular. Your mind also needs to be saved. That's why Paul also says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, that we should be transformed by the renewing of our mind. That is that process of, of, of saving our mind, of salvation of the mind. And your emotions also need to be saved too, which is why Paul, uh, Paul tells us a lot of stuff. I'm just being honest, man. Paul is, Paul is he's such an amazing read, such amazing revelation. Paul tells us that, you know, that the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, all those things, all those things come out from a salvation of our emotions by the Spirit of God that is in us. Now, again, going back to what I said initially, which is that, when you're saved, your spirit is saved. The moment your spirit is saved, your spirit now has, you now have a deposit of God inside of you. That's the Holy Spirit, God's own spirit inside of you. There's that deposit. And out of that deposit, every other thing else flows. That's why the Bible speaks about the fruit of the spirit. In in a similar way, in a similar way, your body also needs to be saved. Um, because... What's going to happen when we all die is that, um, you know, we all go to heaven and we're given new bodies. This body is just a suit. This body is just a suit. However, when we are here on earth, we can operate in such a way that our bodies are actually saved and our bodies are actually being renewed by the power of God. I remember the story of John G. Lake. I believe it's John G. Lake who, you know, when when he was um, on mission, missionary trips in, into Africa, in South Africa in particular, um, there was this breakout of, I remember what it was, I think it was cholera or some, some, some viral disease, right? And because John Gillick had such a potent, potent um, manifestation of the power of God in his body, um, he told them to put some of the, some of the viruses or some of the, some of the germs in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a jar, in a laboratory jar, right? And then he then put his finger into that jar. So he, before he put his finger, you could see the jar, you could see the, the germs moving around, moving around, and it was just like spiraling in the way they do. But then he then put his finger into that jar, and then he brought his finger out. And by the time they checked and they inspected the jar again, all of them were dead. Wow. Like, they were all dead. That's someone who has the power of God working in his body in a tremendous measure. It's just like Jesus Christ with the Syrophoenician woman. Twelve years, she has a, an issue with the, an issue with her uh, her blood flow, and then she says, "If I might just touch his garment, like all she wants to do is touch his garment, and she touches his garment, and her blood flow ceases, because Jesus Christ had so much of the power of God flowing in his body. Imagine Elijah, Elisha, sorry, I should say." Elisha who dies and then his bones, not even his body now, his bones, his bones resurrect a dead man. His bones resurrect a dead man. Guys, look, salvation is so much more, so much more than just giving your life to Christ. We need to then get to a stage where our our, our souls are renewed and then our bodies are renewed. So this salvation of the spirit, soul, and body so salvation is actually a journey it's actually a journey it's a it's a process where you know after our spirits have received we then are able to minister to minister the life of god show love to other people to bring them in so that they themselves can be saved 
Now, like I was saying earlier, we have to understand what Jesus Christ did for us. Hebrews chapter 2 verses 9 to 10 in the NLT, it tells us what we do see is Jesus, who for a little while was given a position a little lower than the angels. And because he suffered death for us, he is now crowned with glory and honor. Yes, by God's grace, Jesus tasted death for everyone. It says, God for whom and through whom everything was made chose to bring many children into glory. That's salvation of our souls. And it was only right that he should make Jesus through his suffering a perfect leader fit to bring them into their salvation. Now, that's why we call Jesus Christ the author of our salvation, the author and the finisher of our salvation, because he started this salvation process when he died. Now, when we are saved, we then have that responsibility to bring others into, into the saving Christ, saving knowledge of Jesus Christ through love. Because we can't die for anyone, really. That's what the Bible says, no greater love than a man should lay down his life for his brother, for his friend. We can't die for anyone. If you go and die today for someone and say, oh, that you might be saved, you just, I mean, you just wasted your life. You can't, you can't die for anyone. Um, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 13, verses 10 to 11, it says, Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time, to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed so it's so important for us to be beacons of love to show love when you show love that's the fulfilling of the law love is the greatest the bible tells us in john chapter three sixteen, it says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so the basis for which jesus christ came to die for each and every one of us was the love of the father in the same way the basis for which we are able to bring people into the saving knowledge of jesus christ is through a heart of love now the bible also tells us that you know we should let our light shine before men that they may see our good works and glorify our father that's in matthew chapter 5 verse 16 we need to let our light shine we need to let people see us so i don't believe in a christianity where um, you know, now that we've been saved, we go into hiding and then, you know, we just want to be in our little corner, in our little cocoon. That's not, that's not what God has asked us to do. God has asked us to let our light shine. The Bible says a city, a light, um, a, a light that is, that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a bushel and puts it under, and puts it under a table for it to hide. You have been saved. You have the power of Jesus Christ working in your life. Go out there and let your light shine. You need to let your light shine that people can, so that people can see that light and then come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So many times I'm really, I'm, 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 I'm in awe. I'm in awe of, of, of the times where, you know, people come up to me and people just say, oh my gosh, you're different or you do this or how do you do this and how do you do that? There's a tendency for you to take that as, you know, oh, I'm doing such a great job. But I always just, as much as I acknowledge people when they tell me nice things like, oh, I love your, I love your podcast or, you know, you're just, you're polite or you're, whatever it is. I'm always very, very, very quick to acknowledge them and tell them, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for honoring me and I respect that you do this and I honor you too. But, you know, like, glory be to God because... God is the reason why I can do any of these things. The reason why I do all of these things. So it always, anytime people see your works, people see how good you are as a person, people acknowledge the greatness of God in your life. 
that is an opportunity to bring them closer to God. And that's why I say we do not we do not go into hiding when we've been saved. We are supposed to let our lights shine. Um, Romans chapter 8, verse 29. There's a page in, I have a page in translation in my Bible. I found it a couple of days ago and I was so happy. Romans chapter 8, verse 9. It says, we are saved so that we can become like Jesus. God knows those where he don't choose. So he don't make them be like he don't pick in. So that in Peking will be the firstborn. Essentially, what he's saying is God has predestined all of us to be saved. But what kind of father would God have been to ask us to do something that he could not ask his own son to do? What kind of father would he be? He would be an unrighteous God. So he had to send Jesus Christ first to die so that we all might be saved. Now, salvation like i said salvation is a process but salvation is also the end salvation is at the beginning it's at the middle where we are transformed and where we allow our lights to shine and where we bring other people towards the saving knowledge of jesus christ and salvation is also at the end it's the reason why it's at the end it's the end of each and every one of our lives the bible tells us in hebrews chapter 5 verse 9 it says and be made perfect he that's he being jesus christ he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that believe him so salvation is actually the end goal when our minds have been saved our our spirits have been saved our bodies have been saved our souls have been saved salvation is actually the end goal like that's the reason why we come to jesus christ is so that our spirits can be saved but not just so our spirits can be saved but so that every part of us can be saved and so that at the end we can all be there in heaven there's a song that says when we all get to heaven what a day of rejoicing that will be i love that song when we all see jesus we will shout we will scream shout for victory something like that i don't remember the last part but it's such an amazing song because salvation is the end but imagine you're saved today and then you just die today. Like, okay, that's the end. I've been saved. I might as well just die. No, 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 no. God is saying that you have been saved so that you can be a light. You have been saved so that you can bring other people to know me. You have been saved so that you can actually walk in the fullness of potential that I have in store for you. There's so many great things, so many things, so, so many things that we have to do. And we can only do by the power of God through salvation. Paul speak so well of this paul says you know i have run my race i have finished my course because he only did that as a result of coming to know jesus christ so if paul had never gotten to the stage where on the road to damascus he he fell off the horse and jesus appeared to him paul would never have been able to say i have run my race and i have finished my course but because he had been saved and had given his life to Jesus Christ, and because his soul and his body, his mind had been saved. That's why Paul says, I put my body under. He had got to a stage where he had learned to abase and abound in every situation. Because he had gone through that process of transformation of his spirit, of his soul, of his body, Paul could then say, I have run my race and I have finished my course. Peter also tells us about this in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 9. He says, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Wow. So there is an end to our faith. Our faith is more than just giving our life to Christ. And it's more than just wanting to be saved and just going to church and just being so casual. Casual Christianity 
is dangerous. Casual Christianity where we just saved and where we just live life is absolutely so dangerous. So that's what I want to encourage each and every one of us about today. I want each and every one of us to know that there's so much more than just giving our lives to Christ. There's so much more so much more than just than just being out there and say, oh, I'll give you my life to Christ and I feel like all is well now. There's so much more to our Christianity, so much more to our Christianity. We are supposed to be out there. We're supposed to be beacons of light. You know, it's, it's when we give our lives to Christ, our, our lives are supposed to be transformed. We're supposed to be renewed. We're supposed to go from glory to glory. The Bible says the path of the just is like a shining bright. It shines brighter and brighter and brighter until the perfect day. And so I want to use this opportunity to just pray for someone, for anyone who wants to give their life to Christ on this, on this, on this podcast episode. You can just say this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much. And I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for me. And so I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. I welcome him into my life and I give him total control over my life. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into my heart. Now that you said that prayer, you have been saved. Your spirit has been saved. You have access to the, to the bountiful gifts that are made available to each and every one of us. The gifts that are in heavenly places. So many gifts in heavenly places. And it's time for you to use that power that you have access to, to transform your soul and to transform your body so that you can be a witness, a true witness of the gospel for Jesus Christ. Hey guys, it's the first episode and I'm so happy to speak about salvation. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please feel free to share this with a friend. Um, and I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Stay blessed, stay amazing, and stay safe for everyone. Bye for now.